What's up, Eights Town? Joey Wyatt, Lance Edwards here. Got another Houston Holla podcast coming your way on this beautiful, hot, 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 sunny Tuesday. Nice and muggy outside. Lance just did a big deal. It's going to be a great day. Got some softball tonight. I'm excited. The Astros are rolling into Fenway tonight to play the red-hot Boston Red Sox, coming off of five straight wins. Astros have won five of their last seven. Framber Valdez on the bump, Martin Perez. Should be a great matchup. I'm super excited for this one. Um, Martin Perez handed the Astros their only loss in that Boston series last week. They have a lot of at-bats against this guy. He played for the Rangers for seven seasons. I expected them to go into that game and tear this guy up because they always have, and he came out. And I think no hit us through like five innings. So I'm excited for this one. Back in Boston, like I said, Red Sox are on a five-game winning streak. Fromber's coming out pitching well. So I'm excited. Let's do the damn thing tonight. How you doing today, Lance? Would you say that the temperature is going up on a Tuesday? It's going up on a Tuesday, man. <laughs> See, my cleverness my cleverness strikes once again. Lance is a rapper in his free time, guys. I mean, you don't know. even know about my flow. I got mad flow. You don't even know, all right, Joey? Walk where you go, watch where you go, because you might get knocked down by the Lance Edwards flow. Hell yeah. All right, so uh, when we finish setting the studio up in Lance's house, our intros are going to be 15 seconds of Lance flows. I mean, if you want me to cut this down, if you want me to show and rep out, I'll show you how the bird gets down. 281, baby, all day. Challenge those seven one three years. No, I'm just kidding. I get up there on the stage. I get stage fright because they'd say, "Cause you went to a private school." You know what, man? I do the same thing. Uh, you know, and I've been in bands that have toured and played live shows before. I cannot step in front of a microphone, though. Hell, I get nervous sitting in front of this microphone. So, I, I did theater in high school. I could do a play. You're a thespian. I could do a play all day, but something about getting in front of a microphone performing or speaking in front of people just scares the absolute hell out of me i mean you just got to get over it man it's like i can speak to ten thousand people but like with my new job i had to learn basically a sales pitch i had to learn a presentation yeah and when i go do a one-on-one with like the the head of regional sales for my company i can't do it i flake out i'm like because this guy's an expert the fact that the guy is an expert freaks me out because if i make one mistake he's be like yeah this sucker didn't really study the materials right i'm the exact I can opposite go, i got the gift of gab i can walk in front of twenty thousand people at toyota center and just talk about life you want to talk about life book me joe olstein i'll do a better job than you do that's a call out <laughs> all right so like i said we got the astros no comment no? No? no comment I mean, he's got a mercedes i got a 2009 ford f-150 yeah, let's pol- effing go Politics and religion, man. Something I don't like discussing. I'm not talking about religion. I'm just talking about motivating, right? I don't need your dollar bills to motivate you. you he is a mo- great you, motivational speaker. You want motivation? Listen to Houston Hollow. Hugs and high fives. Hell yeah, brother. Hugs and high fives. Houston, hope everyone. Our advice is free. Is having a great week. <laughs> um, like I said, Astros have won five of the last seven. We do get Michael Brantley back tonight, which has been a huge blow. He's been on the 10-day IL. We have missed Uncle Mike severely. Even though he's been on a little bit of a slump this season, uh, which is weird because he's hitting like 298, and that's considered a slump for him. So I'm super excited to get him back in the lineup. Something I'm not excited for is that the Astros still have not decided to pull the plug on the Miles Straw experiment. Even though he is hitting well right now, he's just not our guy. And I think Chaz has taken advantage of the opportunities he's been giving. 
Chaz, baby, C-H-A-S McCormick. I do think this young man deserves more playing time. I was all about giving it to a lead miss, but he just went on the eight-week IL for a broken hand. Took a took a hard pitch to the top of the hand, and, and there's just something about that, man. That top of the foot and the top of the hand are the two most sensitive bones in my body, so I can't imagine taking a pitch on top of the hand like that. Never happened to me before. A lot in the back of the calf, back of the leg because of the way my stance was, but never in the hand. Uh, and something else I wanted to talk about. Thanks to Josh Donaldson saying he was going to come out with a catalog of pitchers that use banned substances, foreign substances. The league is now cracking down in the middle of the season. No sticky on your arm, no sticky on your hat, no oil on your arm. And we've already seen how the no oil on your arm has affected Jose Urquidy in his last two starts. That dude used to come out there looking like David Hasselhoff on the beach, and his skin has looked dry, and his spin rate has been affected because of it. Framber Valdez has one of the nastiest curveballs and breaking balls I've ever seen. He does the same thing. Comes out with the sticky oil on the arm. Is it going to affect his curveball? We'll find out tonight against the red-hot Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, you have umpires and managers already getting out and getting over this. Uh, this is this a repercussion? Is this being handed down from Major League Baseball because of the Mike Schilt ejection a few weeks ago for the Cardinals? When, he, when, the, when his umpire basically said, you got to change hats to the relief pitcher that came into the game. I think he had, like, rosin yeah. underneath the bill of his cap. I mean, is that, is that a direct repercussion from that? Is, that? is that a response? Is that what the league's now doing? Josh Donaldson came out with his little catalog crap saying he's going to come out with it the day before, and then that happened. From my understanding, it was a legal substance, but they are banning just – any kind of substance as far as my understanding at this point for pitchers. And a lot of pitchers rely on the oils, on the greases. And even though they're not on a banned substance list, they're about to be. So we'll see, man. I think we're going to see a lot of... uh, So what's the difference between oil and just being like, I'm not going to say this, but having oily skin? And And you you can tell the difference. And you can rub between the back of your ears or in between your nose and your cheeks. Or underneath your eyelids. You can tell the difference, man. Like Osuna, before we let him go, that dude came out there looking like a Baywatch model with all the, all the baby oil on his arms. So you, know, you never know, man. We'll see what happens. Not too thrilled about it. Josh Donaldson and Mike Fires are going to be golf buddies in no time. And he's still playing baseball. I, I just I don't like the snitch thing, man. Let it go. It's professional sports. These guys are going to try and find a way to create an advantage any way possible. I'd say just let it go, man. If everyone's doing it, who cares? If everyone's doing steroids, who cares? I have no problem with steroids in baseball. We've had this discussion before. To me, 95 through 02, one of the most exciting eras of baseball. And that should be on you and what it's going to do to your body in the long run. If it's legal, the guys should have the choice to do it or not. And... Steroids have nothing to do with hitting the ball. I'm sorry to say this, but they don't. They have nothing to do with hitting the ball. So, here comes me. Here's my guideline to solving all the world's problems, all right? If you don't have any steroid users, no HGH, no failed performance-enhancing drug tests in your organization, okay? And then, if you have no legal ramifications from individuals... You know, like an Osuna back in the day. 
I don't even know who's getting in trouble in Major League Baseball. You don't see a lot of it, but again, no criminal records on your organizations in any of your teams in your organization. All right? I'm sure there's some guys in the minors getting in trouble. Then maybe you're allowed to do oils on your arm. But if you do have some PED violators in your organization, well, guess what? Now your pitching staff's not allowed to have the additional oils for the spin rates. You see what I'm saying? I get it, man. I just make think it's it some crap. kind of ranking, and if you don't pass the criteria for other methods of cheating, tier one cheating, tier two cheating, tier three cheating, right? Go ahead, ban the Astros and the Dodgers, the Yankees and the Red Sox from even participating with spin rates and oils because, yeah, okay, there were trash cans and computers and iPads and all that crap involved, right? Yeah. But then, you know, for the other 28 teams in the league, why don't you sit there and say, okay, well, you don't have any criminals and, uh, hey, you have no failed drug tests and sweet, we'll go ahead and let you put as much oil as you want, David Hasselhoff. <laughs> nah, because I, I get that, but I don't think that would be fair. I think it just needs to be an option for Here's another everybody. One. Here's another one. Here's another one. You ready? I'm ready. What if, what if, if you don't have oily spinners, <laughs> if you don't have PEDs and you don't have criminals, then you're allowed to run the shift. But if you have any violations in those three categories, you're no longer allowed to have defensive shifts. A shortstop's no longer allowed to play past second base and to right field, and the second baseman's no longer allowed to pay in shallow right. You That's know? a weird conversation. I don't. That would create too many disadvantages. But it's still an advantage. It's still an advantage. Like we said earlier in the show a few months ago, it's just like offside in soccer. Yeah. You have too many guys in Which an is another location. stupid rule. If you understand the rules if in you hockey watch, or soccer, the offsides rule is stupid. If you watch U.S.-Mexico, though, offside bailed out the U.S. Kind of, sort of. I mean, it was one-to-one, -one, I believe, when Mexico scored their second goal that got overturned off of a set piece. Yeah. Because the I, guy was offside. The fights were on. We did have it on one TV. Had some people cheering. I didn't have the time to The fights were better in the U.S.-Mexico game than they were on the uh, Mayweather-Paul <laughs> fight. Seriously, they were. It was some good... Young talent for the U.S. soccer team, right? Pulisic. That was, that was sitting there. Yeah, it was not just him, though. It's Reyna. Uh, it's McKinney. I mean, those guys, McKinney was in all those Mexicans' faces, dude. Yeah, he was. He was in their faces. It was awesome to watch them support his teammates, especially when the backup goalie gets, like, nine-hole kicked in the gut. By the way, Lance meant absolutely nothing when he said all those Mexicans. Dude, they're Mexicans. They play for the freaking Mexican national team. They're Mexican. If they were Brazilians, I've been all those Brazilians. If they've been Hondurans, I've been all those Hondurans. Yeah, whatever. All man. those Costa Ricans. They are Mexican. And they were loud as hell during their national anthem. And they were quiet as hell when the game was over. I know the fights after the match were crazy. I think 11 people got arrested. Uh, so it was just. Denver PD was licking their chops. Yeah, for sure. Have, have you ever been to an international soccer match? A women's, women's game, was not a, a men's. Was it a friendly or was it important? It was a friendly. I went to the U.S.-Mexico friendly at NRG. Yeah. I guess it was Reliant back in 2008. I mean, it was seriously, I felt like I was in 20% of the fans, but it was a friendly. It's like the game didn't really mean anything. I looked like it was about like 65-35 or 60-40 in Denver the other night. But like I said, the Americans kind of just sat back nonchalantly like, oh, we're about to get destroyed. And then when it actually got good 75 minutes in, it was like, all right, here we go. Now we'll start talking some noise. But, I mean, the entire match, all you heard was the Mexican fans and the and the green, red, and white flags just flying high and all the noise going out. So then USA does their thing. So it was, it was a great match. It was one of the best soccer matches I've watched. 
Well, I guess since the last World Cup, to be honest with you. So I used to go to a lot of matches when Houston had their indoor team, the Hot Shots. I don't know if you remember the Houston Hot Shots, but, man, those were fun. That was a lot of fun. I miss it. So, again, you know, I, 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 I believe in this, and I believe in this hardcore. You know, the, the Mexican soccer fans, the nationalists, are also a lot of those Dodger fans, too. Let's just face it, in Southern California, all right? I don't know what the other nationalities root for. You know, a lot of people come to our country here in the United States, and they just love the Yankees and the Lakers because they're the Yankees and the Lakers. They're worldwide products, right? Yep. They also love the Dallas Cowboys, too. For some reason. You know, half of our, half of our city is probably from Central America, right? Hell, half and of they, Italy are Dallas Cowboys fans. And I'm, half of these Central American Latinos and Hispanics that are in Houston, they're all Cowboys fans. They don't care about the Texans. It's sad. We should give them a Texans Bulls on Parade t-shirt when they cross and when they come to our country to work. Be a Texans fan. You're now in Houston. They're like, nope, love the Cowboys, baby. All right, I don't like the direction this conversation is going. I'm just saying, but I'm saying, what I'm saying and getting back to is the fighting, right? Like, they're feisty. It's, It's a good, passionate rivalry. It shows on the field, and it's friendly between Mexico and the U.S. fans in the stands as well. Until you get a few drunks, right? <laughs> it's always induced by the beer. Same with the Dodgers and Astros fans. It's always induced by the beer. So, Yeah, anyway. so uh, there, there's something else I wanted to mention. We haven't said this name on the show in about a month or so. Everything has been absolutely quiet and silent on the Deshaun Watson front. Yeah, shocker, right? I'm expecting a trade soon. You think a trade? I'm expecting a trade soon. Ooh. So, who worked out at camp? They had their little, what? OTO was it voluntary OTO? Yeah, voluntary OTOs. Yeah. yeah. So basically, like your rookie show up. So Tyrod Taylor's save face. Ty as Rod of right now, Tyrod will be the day one starter. Davis Mills will be the backup. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I don't either, man. I think both and, those know, guys. I think both those guys could ball out. It's not Deshaun Watson. I like Tyrod Taylor. Don't get me wrong. He's you don't think not Tyrod Deshaun Taylor could put up twenty four touchdowns in like eight picks or ten picks? If he can make it past the second week of preseason without a punctured lung or something, <laughs> then yeah, I think we'll be fine. And you know what? I've been very down on this team. But I was just looking at the team on paper, and they look really good on paper. Imagine if Deshaun Watson's name was number one right there on the depth chart. Brandon Cooks, Mark Ingram. Philip Lindsay, David Johnson, Duke Johnson. Uh, there's another good running back on there. Our defense just looks weak, but on the offensive side of the ball, man, they just look ready to roll. We've got a second-year offensive line that looks like they're poised to break out. And I just it, – it's this is all bad timing. Our, our team looked ready to succeed, and I'm just still upset about it. But I am expecting a trade soon. Here's what's going to happen, and it's inevitable. They're going to go like 1 and 16. No. They're going to go like 6 and 11. And they're going to get a crappy draft pick status. And they're going to be in the middle of the pack. And they're going to, they're going to be like 6 and 8 going into the last three weeks against Jacksonville, yeah. Indianapolis, and Tennessee. And they're going to get destroyed three times. I don't think you've looked at our schedule, but uh, we'll be lucky if that happens. I mean, you're not playing top of the pack teams. You're playing the bottom dwellers of every division. Yeah. That's the way the NFL lines up. You're playing the bottom dwellers. And not to mention, how about Tennessee? The rich get richer. A second and third round draft pick in 2023 for Julio Jones. That's all they needed. That's crazy. There was not a better offer out there. That still blows my mind. Which is worse, the Harden trade or the Julio Jones the trade? The Julio Jones trade. <laughs> Easily. The, the Harden Julio trade Jones is still trade. out there. It's still got question marks, though. 
The Rockets really don't know what they're going to get. All right, so I want to talk about just the first eight weeks of this season here uh, to give you guys an idea. Here oh. we go. I'm going to give you win or loss. Go. All right, so we got Jacksonville week one. Win. <laughs> it's going to be ten. It's going to be thirteen to seven. Cleveland week two. Loss. Carolina week three. Loss. Buffalo week four. Loss. New England week five. Win. Indianapolis week six. Who's their quarterback? Carson Wentz. Loss. <laughs> Arizona week seven. Win. L.A. Rams week eight. You think we're going to beat Stafford? That's a win. You think we're going to beat Arizona? That's four and four. And Texans are LA. four and four. Five hundred, baby. I got I got one and seven. No, I got I got four and four or three and five. We're gonna beat Carolina week three, and that's all I got in the first you got half. Carolina of the going down, huh? Yeah, I mean, who's playing their quarterback? Their quarterback Teddy Bridgewater, is Sam Darnold. They traded, I said for, traded Sam for Sam New Jersey or one, New York Jets. One second round pick for Sam Darnold. That's all it took. Well, it's kind of like I mean, what whatever went down? Do we even know what went down in that Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff trade? Was it was straight up, straight up, and I believe one first round pick. That's it. So the first round pick went to L.A.? No, the first round pick went to Detroit. Dang. No respect for Goff. No respect for Goff. Matthew Stafford's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's been in a, a crappy product in Detroit. And I think the Rams have a great shot at the NFC this season. So, yeah. Like I said, the Texans are going to come out. They're going to win some games with defense, I think. I think they're going to have a better idea of what their team identity is. Because they did not have a team identity with Bill O'Brien. That guy sucked. Sorry. You think David Culley is going to be better? I think he actually has a direction for the team to go. It's whether or not the players buy into his direction. Are the players going to buy into his system? I think for the most part, if you have go-getters that are looking to get paid, like we already mentioned, like the Justin Reeds of the world, right? So far, they seem to be excited about David Cully. All the feedback that I'm hearing and seeing is that these guys are ready to ball out for him. Uh, he's, a, he's a player's coach. But they want to get paid, too. Yeah. All of these guys are super excited for David Cully to come in at 68 years old and get his first head coaching experience. It helps that he's African-American, you know, because there is a large minority in the league as far as African-American coaches. And I think these guys are ready to play ball for him. Yeah, this would be like... He kind of has the Dennis Green effect to him. Yeah. But, you know, of course, Dennis Green was polished, and Dennis Green had a great career. They want to make him you look know? as good as possible. Like I said, it's his first head coaching experience. He's never held a position above wide receivers coach. So I think they're ready. They're excited. That being said, 2-15. I, mean, yeah. I don't care about the Jack Easterby situation, but – I don't know. You don't know what's promised behind closed doors. You don't know what kind of pink slip or bonus paperwork is being passed along in all those lockers down there on Kirby. You don't know. You don't know what's going on inside the big bubble. Bounty Gate. Casario might have all kinds of deals going with these guys. And I like Nick Casario so far. I gave him a bad bad name. I gave him a hard time. He might be like, hey, Merciless, if you suck, we're trading you to Cincinnati. He has been very aggressive. (laughs) He has not sat on his hands, and he's made it very clear that we are going to start this whole thing over, and we're going to do it my way. I'm excited to give the guy a chance. I'm excited for football. I think we're going to have a terrible team, even though they look great on paper, but I'm just excited for some football, man, and I can't wait, and expect a Deshaun Watson trade soon. Hey, Whitney, if you get 10 sacks this season, 
Me, Nick Casario, will give you a million-dollar bonus. If you get 16 sacks, excuse me, 17 sacks this year, not 16 and a half, 17 sacks this year, one per game, Whitney, I'll give you 3% of ticket sales. Three and a half sacks. That's what you think he'll do? Three and a half. I'm just saying, what, what kind of ball games, what kind of mental games are those coaches playing with those guys? What kind of games does Nick Casario play? Is I he, mean, like I said, incentive is, is, bonuses is, 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 have always been a thing. Is he straight up like, if you suck, you're getting traded? Or if you get 17 sacks, I'm going to make it sweet for you? I guess we'll find out. Because guess what? My, my evaluation of your last three seasons under Bob was you sucked. Yeah, most definitely. So you better step your game up now. So, again, I don't think the Texans are going to go 1-16. I really don't. I really don't see it happening. I think they're going to play a lot of low-scoring, boring, 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 12 punts a game football games. Yeah. I don't think they're going to get blown out. I don't think they're going to give up 45 points every week like they were in the past couple of seasons. We'll see what happens, man. So, is Romeo around coaching anywhere, or is he retired, retired? You know, That guy did not get a proper send-off. Don't quote me because I'm not sure. Sorry, Houston. I'm not sure about this one. So, uh, Yeah, Romeo's not. Romeo Cremel's not our guy. He's a, he's a NFL coaching legend is what he is. Five Super Bowl rings. Hall of Famer. Right. Most and definitely. He, and he gets send-off. Underneath the turmoil of all the BS Bill O'Brien put him through. Mm, that sucks. All right, so expect a Deshaun Watson trade soon. I want to bring up a point. That's what started this conversation. Yeah, I want to bring up a point. So I was watching some NBA playoff basketball last night. I was watching the Milwaukee-Brooklyn game. Brooklyn won that game, by the way, by I think 39 points. They've won the last two games by a combined 72 points. Keep talking. Don't get distracted by me. This is without James Harden. And as I'm watching Milwaukee lose, I, I get I get the thought in my head. So the Rockets own Milwaukee's 2023 first-round pick, completely unprotected. <laughs> Best-case scenario for the Rockets here would be the Bucks flaming out and just getting their asses stomped in the semifinals in this round and then going no further than the first round in 2022 and letting Giannis completely stew on his future with the team. Ponder his future with the Milwaukee Bucks. So I think the Bucks failing ties in a lot to Houston's first-round draft pick that they have from Milwaukee in 2023. Purposely? So, no, not purposely. I just think that they're not going to go very far, and I think Giannis is going to regret his decision to sign that Supermax contract. And that's going to help the Rockets out in the first round in two years. Speaking of local guys, how about uh, how, sh- well, crappy Chris Middleton was last night? Yeah. Awful. Former, Ag- former Aggies is not tearing it up. How much is he getting paid? Over 20 mil, right? Yeah, I think he signed like a $120, $150 million contract. Or maybe more than that, 180 You know, so. He's pretty, pretty, pretty bad so far in the playoffs. I think Milwaukee does win two games. I, uh, I think they'll win one at home, and then I think they'll win the fifth game in Brooklyn. But I think Brooklyn's going to win this series. You brought, up, uh, you brought up the Phoenix Suns. Tell me how you're feeling. So, dude. Suns. Versus the Nets. CP3 on the court, James Harden on the bench. Is Harden coming back? They he'll think come maybe? back. Our MRI said there's no structural damage, no long-term damage. So he'll sit out as long as his as team's long as they are the winning, As long as they're winning games by 25 points, right. he can rest. If, Why play? If tomorrow was a game seven, I think he would be playing. Uh, and it's unfortunate for him because I know he wants to be out there. I know how passionate he is about winning and how badly he wants to be out there right now. 
but let him rest because you're going to need him against Philly in the next series. I do think Philly will end up beating Atlanta. You will not beat Philly or Atlanta without James Harden. So I say let them rest while they're rolling. How great is that going to be, though? It's already building up. The NBA is allowing it. It's going to be Suns versus Nets. It's going to be CP3, baby, versus James Harden. I think it's going to be Utah and Brooklyn. I said Bro- I said Denver the other day. You don't think Utah is going to pull out their choke factor? Nah, not at all. I think they can beat Phoenix or Denver. I know I said Denver. The more I listened to the episode and thought about it, and it's not just because they got blown out last night. They don't have the offense to score with, well, with Utah. Utah's got to get through the Clippers first. Okay, They will, and they will. Interesting, though. I think that the um, NBA playoffs are finally getting good. The crybabies are out, and now it's just time to let guys play some basketball. Got some good basketball coming up, guys. We're going to keep this episode short today. Uh, we appreciate you guys tuning in as always. Lance has to get back to work. I've got to get out to the softball fields. Yeah, we want to take a chance to uh, thank our sponsors, Sun Pro Solar and Murray's Craft Jerky. Don't forget to get on Instagram. Don't forget to place your order. We love the steakhouse. That should be number one on your list. Freaking amazing, guys. Get on Murray's Craft Jerky on Instagram. Order a pound of the steakhouse jerky. I promise you will not regret it. It is literally some of the best I've ever had. I would put it next to a bag of Bucky's, no labels, no labels at all. And I would let you tell me which one you think is better. Yep. So just get on there, Instagram, send them a message. They'll ask you for your address. And then once they deliver, you pay them and you'll pay them with a smile after eating that jerky and putting it in your belly. Yep. Shout out to Sun Pro Solar as well. Yep. Sun Pro Solar getting you right. Chopping those electric bills and doing it the right way. Reallocate your funds. Call 832-520-1029. Stop leasing your power and own it. Own your power, baby. Hugs and high fives, Houston. We appreciate you as always. Holla, Houston. Joey, thanks for the episode. I'm going to end with this. USA, 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 USA.